Cardboard Nation, welcome back to another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies web show. We return to our regularly scheduled program after a two-week hiatus. Hope you had uh, an opportunity to check in with us at the Mint Collective, where we dished it up all weekend. I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me as always, Chris Stuber, James Gale, running things behind the scenes. What's up, Chris? What's going on, Rob? Happy Thursday. Going into a nice weekend, hopefully. But uh, yeah, Mint Collective was a lot of fun. I think we all had a good time, even though I had a red eye flight. But even even still, it's still good. Good time. <laughs> I'm glad you had fun. James, how are you, sir? Doing well. <clears throat> Happy to be back for a loaded, loaded show. Tonight's yeah. show is really busy. We got a lot going on. We do have a lot going on. So, and we got a hype lot. train in Twitch. So, thank you, all the resubscribers. Hype train. Nice, nice, nice. Thanks, everybody. And that is going to pay off for you um, next week. We'll tell you about it at the end of the program. Uh, we brought back, as I alluded to, an absolutely a ton of swag to give away from the Mint Collective, and we'll detail it all for you here in a few minutes. But first, let's dive into that poll question, Chris. Sure. So we want to know tonight, Pulse Check, what has your spending in the hobby been in the first quarter of this year versus the first quarter of last year? And is it about the same, spending more or spending less? And currently, Rob, well, Let's see, at 55.6% spending less, 30.6%, about the same, and then 13.9% spending more. 72 votes, two hours left. Kind of interesting, I guess. I think uh, it's a sign of the times at this point. Absolutely. I'm spending about the same. So that's yeah, me too. Voted. Okay. James, what about you? I'm about the same as well, although I'm currently in a little bit of a negotiation at the moment where I might ah. spend a little more than normal. So okay. okay. Oh, well, we'll love to hear about that if it comes to fruition. Good yeah. luck. As long as it's worthwhile, that's always I, a good thing. Can I thing. just say something else? Sure. So at the start of every show on Twitch, a lot of people will come in and they'll you know, be watching for the first time in a while. Maybe this is the only show you watch on Twitch. And we always get a lot of great resubscribers at the top of the show. I want to shout out. I want to shout out three subscribers: Mike OSU85 and D Springfield. Both have subscribed to our channel for 46 months. Wow! Dang! And That's then fantastic. I want to shout out NJ, NJ Sensation, 52 months. Dang! Whoa. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Squiggle D, 28 months. We have a lot of resubscribes for a lot of consecutive months, and thank you, thank you, everybody. Wow. Wow. Lots that of regulars. Is, we love it. That is awesome. In Beautiful. fact, multiple years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's no that's outstanding. That's a commitment. That that is awesome. In fact, those four people I want you to email the show at gogtslive at gogts.net. Uh, we'll do something special for you guys um, just for being longtime subscribers. Yeah, that's fantastic. And uh, yeah, that's that that's awesome. We're not going to give away the farm or anything, but I mean, cheats. <laughs> I think we're giving away the farm on the show tonight, though, Rob. We <laughs> are. 
So with regards to that poll question, let's get that sample size up, everybody. So if you would, please, if you haven't voted already, please do so. More importantly, slam that retweet button so that your followers see it. And let's get some additional feedback on the pulse of the hobby as far as spending habits through the first quarter, which we wrapped up just a couple of weeks ago. All right. So um, first and foremost, back to Mint Collective bonus giveaways. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm just going to run these down in backwards order that I have them written down. And we had an opportunity to look at a brand new product company called Slab Mags. Pretty unique product. Uh, they Good have, guys. Yeah, yeah, they come in a variety of colors and so that you can color match your cards. One of their uh, solid sellers is the red, which obviously mm -hmm. color matches to a PSA label. Sure. And then one of the things that we thought was really cool was they have these metallic mm -hmm. frames. It's like a bronze. Yeah. And it's got a locking me mechanism on the side there. So the slab fits securely and doesn't go anywhere, comes with uh, micro cloth to keep the whole thing clean and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Very cool, nice guys, good company. And uh, so they were nice enough to give us a couple of samples. I had originally grabbed them uh, to, in case our supplies category manager wanted to look at them in hand, but he said that he was gonna reach out regardless and that we could just go ahead and give these away. Beautiful. So this is, this is one prize. All right, then we, we, op we opened um, three products, at least three products, now four products. One of them was uh, Elite Basketball. So we have a awesome insert parallel die cut lot to give away. Beautiful. We have hits from that box, which included Who's this guy? Chris Duarte autograph. Mm -hmm. Need to move. I want to make sure I'm getting no glare. Chris, Chris Duarte. Nice. Dan Issel. Yeah, pretty cool. You have him as a player on that card, which is pretty yeah, neat. Like that. And then we had an opportunity to open everybody's favorite Prism Football. Yeah. And we had a Reggie Wayne auto. That's a beauty. I know Michael McManus is hoping to win that. We have a David Bell RPA. That's a sweet looking card though too. Yeah. And we had a really awesome shiny lot to give. Yeah. Away. We have cards numbered to 75, 149, 249, 99, 225, 160, 199, 175, 149, and 11 of 25. Yeah. I remember one of those colors was Tom Brady, I believe, too. Yes. I think so. Yep. 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 So we've got that to give away. 
Let's see what else we have here. We have, oh yeah. So we have a promo packs bundle with Prism Monopoly packs. Mm -hmm. uh, we open them to look at the cards. Um, Tops Baseball Silver Pack and Prism NASCAR Racing White Sparkle Pack plus an NFT Redemption. We have. Yeah, this was fun. Wild card, five card draw baseball, wild cards, first baseball product. So we have, let's see. One winner is going to get two cards, one numbered to three and one numbered to four. Matthew right. Barefoot numbered to three and Yo, Drenis Gomez, numbered to four. Mm -hmm. Cool looking cards, too. Then we're going to have another winner get number to two and number to five, Jeter Downs and Randy Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. And then our big boom. Oh, yeah. From this, numbered to one of one. It's a boom, boom. Vance the room. Honeycutt. The projected number one overall pick in the 2024 MLB draft. Yeah, that's a big one. So that's cool. And then, see, we're just building up here. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> uh, we had an opportunity to talk to another new company. Uh, pretty pretty cool company called rare edition i like this one rare edition is a grading company their label their slab is incredibly unique and they were they gave us a sample uh to give away we'll talk more about the packaging and and whatnot here in a yeah. second mm -hmm. but it's impossible to show it without telling you that how about a mint nine Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Bowman's best on card rookie auto? Yeah, that's awesome. Boom. Yeah, I think so. That's more than just a sample right there. The uh, it's called Gorilla Glass. Yeah, it's pretty it's impressive. Really impressive, hefty, thick plastic, ultra clear. I want to make sure that I'm not glaring here. Um, and as you can see, the slabs come with a bumper on them. Yeah. Okay. And then if you read on their website, they actually say that the, that the case is pretty much bulletproof. It's pretty funny <laughs> that they actually put that on there. So, uh, I'll put that to the test. Sure. Um, <laughs> um so on the back of the label you'll see some things you'll see some subgrades you'll mm -hmm. see a qr code and then next to the qr code is an nfc tag i think is what it's called right and if you pull up the qr code or the nfc tag 
you are going to get a lot of information, including oh, yeah. detailed, nearly microscopic pictures yeah. of corners, edges, and all sorts of stuff. It's impressive. Um, it's really impressive. Yeah. And so they're a twofold company. They sell these as a blind foil pack product, you know, a thick foil envelope that you rip and it's got the, you know, the reseal zip lock thing. And so they do that, um, which is what this came from. Yep. Believe it or not. Boom, boom, shake the room. And they're also a grading company. So uh, very unique. Um, and if I recall, if you send your cards in to get graded like that, that's how they come back. So that that's you, how yes. they, yeah, you yeah. can get yeah. your grades revealed that way too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. so for anyone, just, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, so for anyone ahead. who's interested, what you do is that box that Rob is holding there along with the case itself. So what happens is when you open that box, it comes in a gold foil pack that's already sealed and your card is in that pack. So when you open up, the pack it's a slow reveal as rob was alluding to that when you open it you get to see your grades for the first time it's not like when you go with one of the other companies you open up a brown box and boom they're right there this one is more of a prize and a surprise as well where you don't know until you open that pack and then bam you get a nice beautiful encased graded card like that so it's pretty cool and while the price point per grading is definitely higher, I want to say mm -hmm. $40. $40, card, yeah. Um, impeccable packaging, impeccable presentation, impeccable oh, yeah. detail. So while you might not use it for all of your graded cards, I bet all of us have a handful in our collection oh, yeah. that we would go, oh, yeah, that would be nice. I'll be sending so, a few. I'll be sending a few to them, sure. One winner is going to get that. And then Panini was giving. Uh, so we just alluded to the gold pack. Yeah, uh, like that. In rare yep. edition. It, it, picture a gold one of these. Okay. Yep. And that's what the rare edition comes in. What's in there? Uh, what's in here? Yeah. <laughs> what's in there? Well, do you forget? I, I, I guess I do. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to show you. Um, Inside the swag bag was a, I'm going to show you, something that contained a card to bring to Panini's booth. And you got one of these. And mm -hmm. our card. Oh, yeah. It's more than just a card. <laughs> Boom. Oh, yeah, Trevor yeah. Lawrence. Yeah. Select pink rookie numbered to 10. Yeah. That is amazing right there. <laughs> that is amazing. Okay. Now that's just not your average concourse though, Rob. What do they call those ones? Are they field levels? Is that what field? they call them? Yeah, I think, I think that's what that is. And then uh, last but not least from the Mick Collective. I mean, my gosh, we've already given away like hundreds of dollars with the product and we haven't even gotten to like our first segment yet. Right. <laughs> awesome. Um, we got a swag bag for you. So in here, let's see. And we'll start with these. 
So inside everybody's bag was a copy of the yeah, current that one. PSA magazine. But then I somehow managed to also score along the way the illustrated variant mm. cover. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So that's that. It's the Ken Griffey Jr. 89 upper deck motif. How about a Kayvon Thimido eBay promo card? Oh, that's cool. We opened a upper deck star rookies box set yeah. to check out on camera. So I sealed up the set for you. Get that. Also a. That's fun. Mint condition Zion slab case. With a PSA 9 Panini Prism Ben Simmons in there. That's really cool. What else we got in here? Uh, multiple Panini Prism Monopoly promo packs. Yeah, they're fun. The if it's got a Paolo Bancaro rookie in there, I, I saw one on eBay for over four hundred dollars. So, oh. wow, really? Yeah. So, awesome. and we didn't that we didn't search awesome. those. So yeah, uh, I didn't get anything big in mind, but Ivan got yeah, a those are unopened, Lebron. right? They're you unopened. Got a Lebron. Yeah, yeah. So, well, what did Ivan get? He got a Chet Holmgren rookie. Nice, and I got a who did I get? Luca Nikola Jokic. Joking, silver, silver prism. Which is that's in right. the, yeah, definitely. Those yeah, are, that's... And that one's available in the, the red packs. Yep, okay. Yes. Yeah, which you, you held up earlier, yeah. That's in here. Yeah. So, uh, that's the mint collective slip wag that we brought back for you guys. That's it, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, to anybody stuff. that tuned in last week, uh, I wanted to give a shout out to James for putting that reel together so you guys had some content to watch while job, we were James. off um all right so we will put those in with our regular tweet coming up uh after hobby happenings for our box breaks and um i have a feeling that i could be here all day saturday shipping but that's okay that's okay <laughs> all right um well, you got tomorrow though too maybe never know yeah, yeah right hopefully yeah. Know. fridays i know oh, geez. <laughs> no fun fridays <laughs> all right let's dive into this week's news notes and nuggets from around the web in our weekly hobby happenings segment and we kick it off with, well, how does a $3,600 batting helmet become a $27,000 batting helmet? Well, a couple things. The passage of time helps, but so does the provenance and tying the helmet to use throughout an entire season and a major milestone. 
When Cal Ripken Jr.'s batting helmet first sold in December of 2020, it was known to have been used in the last game of the 2000 season, thanks to a Ripken LOA. When it returned to auction a couple of weeks ago, Sports Investors Authentication had photo matched it to 10 games in April, June, and September. Included in those dates was April 15th, 2000. You guessed it. That was the game that saw Ripken notch his 3,000th career hit. Mm. The December 2020 buyer clearly made an investment in enhanced authentication. But in sales price alone, that's a 650% gross appreciation or 45% annually. Congrats to that guy. Oh, I know you wish you had that one, Rob. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, addiction. It's a nasty word with negative connotations typically reserved for substance abuse. However, one of the dirty little secrets of the hobby is that it has not only permeated uh, the sports collectibles market, but has wrecked untold havoc on numerous collectors and their families. That fact is slowly coming out of the shadows and is now being talked about in hobby circles. Sports collectors daily published an in-depth and resource-filled column about the subject, and we encourage all of our viewers to read it, particularly if it's a subject that has affected you personally. Absolutely. Well, after a few unethical breaking practices that were exposed on the WhatNot platform, the company immediately addressed the situation, taking undisclosed actions on the sellers themselves and compensated buyers. In addition, and perhaps more importantly, the company has created a user watchdog group to help police the platform. Whatnot users interested in becoming moderators can apply at uh, bit.ly forward slash whatnot moderators. Fanatic CEO Michael Rubin surprised a young collector at a local card shop with a FaceTime with her favorite player, and her reaction was pretty cool. Watch this. Collex Pro is here. This is a really exciting day for Collex because our power users are now going to get some power features. The first book card you got here? Yes. Wow. He's probably still sleeping. They beat us yesterday, too. Listen, I'm in a card shop right now. I just asked this girl what, what she's looking for. What did you say you're looking for? <laughs> she said she's a Devin Booker collector. Oh, my she's God. She's going through all of your cards right here. <laughs> Thank you, Felicia. How big of a D-Book fan are you? A really, really big fan. I go to like all the Clipper games in LA because I like watch like all the Suns Clipper games in LA like twice this a year to see you play. But he's a bad person because he, he beat my Sixers last night. I'm burning all, I'm buying all the cards and burning them because I'm so unhappy. So unhappy. Thank you so much. So that was he awesome. just texted me and said, "Watch your address. He's gonna send you a signed jersey." Wow. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite NBA player ever. I've been collecting him for so long. So that was. So imagine her surprise when Booker surprised her at a recent pregame, signed her cards, and gifted her an autographed game used jersey. That's just a cool gesture and just an awesome outcome for that little girl. Absolutely. 
Well, in our addition to our flip of the week, Alton Insights also detailed a couple of failed flips. Last Mm -hmm. summer, Trevor Lawrence was coming off a less than stellar rookie season for a number one overall draft pick. But that didn't deter someone from spending $336,000 on his one-of-one NFL Shield patch auto rookie card, though. Well, imagine that buyer's delight when Lawrence began to thrive under Doug Pedersen, looking for far more than the part of a top pick and franchise cornerstone. Well, despite the significant improvement in an on-field output, the Shield recently returned to auction at Golden, ultimately selling for $264,000, a 21% loss before factoring in fees. Another key patch card that sold last summer is this Platinum Stefan Curry RPA numbered to just five, graded in a PSA 9, which at the time sold for $1,080,000. The card is considered a grail Curry card, and the man who quite literally changed basketball was coming off a return to the peak of the NBA mountain after notching his fourth title victory. Steph Curry's legacy hasn't changed much in eight months. However, the value of that card has sold again last week for $312,000, a 71% gross loss, eight months, 71% loss, $768,000 in value gone. Why are you selling these cards? <laughs> Unless you need the money, and I understand that we are in tough times right now. Everyone's struggling. We get it. But do you really need that much to lose that kind of money? <laughs> if you're spending that kind of money, I'm assuming you have a lot of money. So why do you want to lose a lot of money? It doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. I don't, I don't get it, Rob. It's these <laughs> stories. I will never understand. I will never understand. Well, moving forward. One of plays go to Maggio autograph guaranteed. Of course you do. And it's possible if you can find an unopened box of this product, check it out. Did you know that for the price of a modern hobby box, you can get a card of one of the greatest baseball players of all time? So this is a 1993 Pinnacle that's a special set with Joe DiMaggio. So they made 209,000 of these, and 200,000 of them are just the set of cards. But there's 9,000 that include one signed Joe DiMaggio card, which is something you want to pay attention to to make sure if you're going to buy one of these that has this on it, because there are sets that do not. So let's open this up. And as I said, here's the complete set of DiMaggio cards over here. And every box contains a complete set of just moments from DiMaggio's career. But the really cool thing on these sign boxes is up here. Pull this out. And there's the certificate of authenticity. And there are 9,000 of these cards. There's actually five different versions and 1,800 of each with an on card autograph of Joe DiMaggio. Very, very cool. You can see it's numbered there. Uh, One of the cool things about this, especially in 1993, is they have this special authentication. So there's an authenticator lens that comes with this, and you pull this out, and you see the 
this little thing right here, and if you put the authenticator lens this way, it should show a rainbow. And if you pull it this way, it'll say the word DiMaggio, which is kind of hard to see, I think, on camera. But very progressive for 1993 that it had authentication as well. But just beautiful card. DiMaggio had a beautiful signature. And you can get these anywhere from $250 to $650 online. And it's a guaranteed auto of one of the greatest players in baseball history. Makes you want to go find a box. <laughs> Well, we finally have a trailer for the new sports collectibles docudrama on Netflix featuring Ken Golden. All six episodes debut April 28th on the streaming platform. Here's a look at King of Collectibles. Watch this. The collectibles world can take you anywhere off the drop of a hat. I've been in this business since I was a little kid, and I'm motivated by three things, competition, ego, and money. My job is to work for you. Rock, paper, scissors. People love doing business with me. Golden Auctions is the world's largest collectible marketplace. We find the greatest collectibles in the world. What do you think? Wow. Somebody in Japan, Australia, the United States, they can all be bidding against each other for a rare collectible. This is beyond rare. Hidden treasure exists out there that you couldn't possibly imagine. It could be $500,000, $600,000. Wow. You haven't seen anything yet. This is the original Apple One computer. The actual Jackie wow. Robinson jersey. When Ken puts a task on you to get something done, you got to get it done. We're literally talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Awesome. What can you offer us right now? $1 million cash up front right now. If I can't make this successful, one of my competitors will. You either got to say yes or no. Oh, my God. I expect it to break the record for the most valuable sports item ever sold. Where that clock is ticking down, and if they don't get their bid in before it hits zero, they will never get the chance to own it. Here we go. We never know what the end result's gonna be. Oh, oh, here it is. And I'm telling you, it's gotta be off the hook. The only question is, how high will it go? Quick note, Prospects Live has partnered with Onyx Authentic and will bring collectors' player grades, prospect rank rankings, and scouting reports on the card backs of 2023 Vintage Collection Baseball. That's a nice value add. Yeah. Well, one of the most iconic and more elusive cards from 1990 Tops Baseball, and another design I absolutely loathe, oh, yeah. is the Frank Thomas known name on front error card mm. while high-end cards are seeing market corrections much less expensive yet still highly collectible cards are seeing value increases mm. card ladder recently noted that the card notched a record high when it sold for six thousand three hundred and sixty dollars on march 29th via auction with golden the exact card had previously sold for $3,600 in July of 2021, representing an increased price valuation of over 1,700%. That's really good. And a very tough card to find as well. 
the Collects app was at Mint Collective and detailed some new features. Check it out. Collects Pro is here. This is a really exciting day for Collects because our power users are now gonna get some power features. The first feature that we wanted to deliver, which we have been asked for basically since the day we launched is export. You can now export your collection from Collects as a CSV or spreadsheet file, and you can import it into Excel or whatever you use for spreadsheets to be able to organize. Second, we have a killer new feature for sets. So if you are into building sets and you want to see how you can complete your set, you can actually now print the entire checklist, which will show you not only the cards you've got, but the ones you're missing. Super handy, really cool experience. Check it out. Third, with Collex Pro, all of your listings will now get featured. So we get users all the time are saying, how do I get my features a little bit extra visibility? How do I get my cards up in the top of the feed? Collects Pro is one way to do that. And last, you get this cool new Pro badge, which makes you look like a power user that you are. So please go check out Collects Pro, available now in the latest version of the Collects app. The biggest story to hit the hobby last week while we were off is the exodus of several of Panini America's product development team who've accepted positions with Fanatics, including Vice President of Product Development Nick Matavish, Senior Brand Manager Keith Hauer, Director of Product Development Tim Trout, Director of Football Product Development Rob Springs, Senior Director of Print Production Carlos Torres, and Brand Managers David Sharp, Tim Yoder, and Adam Johnson. Sports Collectors Daily reported that several others are believed to have left the company in recent days as well, including those who work in the acquisitions department. The former Panini employees are taking on the same or very similar roles with Fanatics, which continues to post job openings across a variety of fields in trading card development, production, and other areas. What this means for ongoing talks regarding the potential acquisition of Panini itself remains to be seen. After a bit of a backlash with the leak of some erroneous information related to proposed changes to the BGS grading scale and system, the company issued a couple of statements and a survey. You can find a link to that survey on the company's Twitter feed. Well, have you ever dreamed of being a paid writer in the hobby? Well, CompC is giving passionate collectors the opportunity to have their readers submitted articles published on the CompC website. And for each published post, you'll receive $25 in CompC credit added to your account. How cool is that? Hmm. Check out the CompC blog for more details. Uh, additionally, the company is currently conducting a user survey, and you can find the link to that survey in their social media feeds. Sports Collectors Daily reports that shoes worn by Michael Jordan in Game 2 of the 1998 NBA Finals sold for $2.2 million Tuesday afternoon by Sotheby's, a new record for any pair of sneakers. The shoes originated with a jazz ball boy working the visitor, visitor's locker room during the series. He had found a jacket Jordan had lost during a shoot-around that day before Game 2 and returned it to Jordan. After the superstar offered his thanks, the ball boy asked, can I get your kicks after the game tomorrow? The, boy, the ball boy had gotten to know Jordan in previous visits, acquiring other pairs of shoes of his along the way, and the superstar obliged, and his latest request after the game 
adding his autograph to the toe of each shoe in silver marker. Yeah, that is really cool. $2.2 million. Well, you know, it's Michael Jordan's shoes. So, and hopefully they smelled like the game as well. So that'd be good. <laughs> there you go. Sure. Hunt Auctions has announced the private sale of a bat used by Babe Ruth circa 1920-21 for $1.85 million, a record price for a baseball bat. The previous record had also belonged to Ruth, one that sold privately for $1.68 million, sold by Heritage Auctions last August. According to Hunt Auctions, the new record holder is the only known example to offer photographic corroboration. The Polo Grounds bat, as it is colloquially known, for um, the stadium the New York Yankees played their home games in until 1922, was matched to a 1921 photo by PSA DNA photo expert Henry Yee. So, Chris. Yes. Babe Ruth game use bat, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan game use kicks. Which one you want? You can only now, have one. Now the kicks are autographed. Is the bat autographed by Babe Ruth? No. Go with Jordan. Okay. I'm going Jordan too. Yeah. Just a quick reminder, this Saturday is National Hockey Card Day, presented by Upper Deck. You can find a link to the participating store on GoGTS.net. Just search for National Hockey Card Day. Also, just a quick hobby business-related note, Collectors Holdings, Inc., the parent company of PSA and Golden, has added $125 million in additional funding to help with its growth and expansion efforts. A company spokesperson said that the move further strengthens collectors' position in the sports collectibles market, providing it with greater flexibility to pursue new growth opportunities and execute its strategic vision. And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. Very cool. Always plenty of happenings. Yeah, I'm always worked up over those guys who are or women who sell cards so soon for a big <laughs> loss. Makes zero sense. I don't know. I know. I know. It's it, I you know. They're just casuals, I guess, coming in and trying to get a quick payday or pay loss or whatever they're trying to do with their money. I have no idea. Uh, I I had moved my marker, James. I just want to check my box break cam. Is that still good placement? Yeah, looks good. Okay. All right. So we have a special treat for you guys tonight. Um, just one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we have. Oh, uh, a TV show produced in 1991 by TSN in Canada called Sports Cards Phenomenon of the 90s is a really interesting flashback into the hobby. Here's part one. We'll show you part two later in the show. And then the final two parts uh, next week. And a special shout out and thanks to The Card Life for this great retro find. Watch this. We'll be back to update the poll question and dive into our sports box break segment. The Sports Network. Got him. 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 Got him.
Sports Cards, phenomenon of the 90s, is brought to you by Tim Hortons. You've always got time for Tim Hortons. OPG, suppliers of young Canada's favorites. And Pepsi, it's got what it takes. Welcome to the premiere edition of Sports Cards, the phenomenon of the 90s. It's hard to go anywhere these days without finding someone who collects cards. Every weekend at shows like this one, thousands of people come to buy, to sell, trade. Well, that's what this show is all about. For the next half hour, we're going to examine this hobby, introduce you to the players, and find out how what used to be a hobby has turned into an obsession for some. It's a fad if people believe that the interest in sports is a fad. I really believe that as long as sports is popular in Canada, the interest in collecting sports memorabilia will be as popular. It's a very addictive hobby. Once you start, it's the kind of thing where you really want to continue. You don't want to stop at one pack. You want to get a whole box. I mean, you don't want to stop at one box. You want to get the next company's box. If you don't know what's going to be the most valuable or what's going to be the best to have, so you kind of want to have everything. So it's, it's a hobby that has really been growing. Uh, it, it grew at a very slow rate during the 80s, and then all of a sudden it seems to have, have boomed, and, and everybody now is wondering how long can this last. Bruce McNall lent the hobby a lot of legitimacy when he bought the Honus Wagner cards. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Bruce McNall is on a different level from just about anyone else. Very few of us, of course, can even afford to buy the Honus Wagner cards, but if we did, it wouldn't mean anything to the average person. But Bruce McNall buying the card, what that triggers in a lot of people's minds is, hey, this guy is investing in this, so it must be good. Everything he has touched has turned to gold. When he spent $50 million on Wayne Gretzky, a lot of people thought, that guy's crazy. There's no way it can be worth it. We know now that Wayne Gretzky is worth three or four times that much. He knows what he's doing. So when he did that, he gave a lot of legitimacy to the hobby. Bruce bought the Sonus Wagner card for you know four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And I walked in his office and, it, and it was, uh, he flipped it at me and said, "Here's four hundred fifty thousand dollars." And ah, and it's just, you know it's a little little card. Uh, it's great, but I mean, I, to me, I, I guess everything's in the eye of the, uh, the holder. I mean, to me, I don't see it. Um, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the, the, the age of it and the condition it's in, and uh, I, I guess I can justify the expense of it. Uh, it's, it's staggering to me. People have moved their money from uh, gold and silver and fine wine and paintings, and now they're going into sports cards. Fortune magazine said it was the best investment of the 80s. Uh, to give you an idea, you could have bought six months ago Premier Opeachy Hockey. Uh, factory boxes for $14, $15. That same box is selling here today for $275. If you'd hand me a box of that, I'd give you $200 without any reservation whatsoever. That's how much it's gone up. Well, it's an investment, and I hope to maybe have enough, like if I sold off, to help pay for my college education. And a lot of people think that that's, that's terrible. Why is this kid spending $5 on hockey cards today? Or why is he going out and buying this pack of baseball cards for $3? He should be saving his money. But let's face it, if he wasn't buying hockey cards or baseball cards, he's not putting his money away for his college fund. He'd be going out and buying junk or something that's probably no better than hockey cards or baseball cards. So 
in a way, it's not such a bad thing. And besides, it's teaching them lessons about business. It's teaching them to, to understand the value of money. It's teaching them, to, hopefully, to save, too, because in a lot of cases, they're speculating. They're buying cards with some of these players for a quarter apiece and putting them away and hoping that they're going to become good stars. And maybe in a couple of years, they'll sell them for a couple of dollars. 1971, 72, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What do you want for it? What are you asking for? Uh, what do you, I don't believe it's 65 in the guide. Yeah. Smith? Yeah. The condition of saying that retail probably 40, 45 bucks. Yeah, that's I think it's a healthy, uh, you know, a healthy endeavor. Uh, uh, lots of excitement in it, and uh, uh, just I'm I'm glad to be part of it myself. And for a lot of people, the lowly sports card is the one connection between the player and the fan. A lot of people who follow sports are, are basically card collectors of interest and memorabilia collectors, and so the industry has really taken off. Uh, it's a wonderful hobby, and it's also a wonderful business. So what was a, a, a little interesting hobby for you and I as children has now become a, a multi-billion dollar business, and yet it still can be fun for the child. It can still be a collector's dream for, for adults. When I played and everything else, I gave them all away. I, I figured, well, they were more or less useless. But I realize now that, now that I have grandchildren that I should have kept some of them. I have a few, but not as much as I gave away. There was a couple of my rookie cards in New York when I played in New York Rangers in 1952-53. And uh, they're worth uh, 100 and, with a signature, they're $125 now for a car. And I must have gave thousands of them away for nothing, like, you know, when I had them and that. And so I asked one dealer one day, I said, look, if you can get me a car at a reasonable price, pick one up for me. And he, I went to a show and he picked one up for me. And I had to pay $80 for it. All right. Should we update that poll question? Sure. All right. Let's check it out. So we bumped that number up significantly. Again, uh, if you haven't done so already, please weigh in. Spending less, 58.1% first quarter of this year versus first quarter of last year, about the same, 26.6%. 15.3%, so that went up a little bit, spending more. So overwhelmingly, spending less or about the same. Mm-hmm. And we had some good comments from people, Donnie, uh, the dingo dude, my hobby spending is down about 75%, but that's due to my daughter's upcoming wedding rather than economic conditions or the climate of the hobby. Mm-hmm. Spending about the same, says Foxbowl330, Joe Ranick, but getting less because of the hikes in prices on the retail level. I'm moving more towards buying cards I want rather than pay for uh, same for something uh, like a blaster and may not get anything good. And Christopher Brown says, uh, until inflation goes down to where it was prior to the pandemic, I can see spending on the hobby being down to the bare minimum for singles and supplies until things improve. No high-end items like boxes or cases. Yeah. So thanks for everybody that has weighed in. If you haven't done so, please feel free to do so. There's still time left in that poll to do so. All right, and as promised, our good all that card debris. Yeah, that happens. I mean, you're busy. <laughs> you got all one right. of those rollers? You got one of those rollers? <laughs> it works. <laughs> uh, 
All right. First up, uh, we're going to head to the NHL rink with 21-22 SPX Hockey. Two autographs and or memorabilia cards per box for premium cards. Yeah, two tech stuff. cards, it says, too. So what is this? Four packs, one pack, one kind of. Four packs, one, uh, one card. Yeah. For this evening. Um, got another video segment to show you. Matt Strahan, Phillies pitcher and host of the Card Life TV, stopped by SCG Grading. Check this out and we'll come back for Hot in the Shop. What up, guys? We're here at CSG today, and we're here with the Vice President, Andy, and a very exciting break today. We get to crack some 2018-19 Panini Prism. Let's go Luca hunting. Let's do it. Not bad. A little bit off center, but not bad. I'm sheening the card back and forth, looking for any imperfections, uh, like we talked about on the base, Luca. Um, I see some light, uh, yeah, light factory marks up by his head, but not significant at all. All right, let's see what we got. Here we go, man. We got him back, man. Hey. Got the Luca Silver 9. Luca base 10. And the DeAndre 8 and 9. He's just feeling good. Like, <laughs> he feels sick. All right. Uh, good stuff. So let's dive into the rest of this week's new releases. We already took a look at a couple of them yeah. in our box break segment. Uh, we're going to head to the NBA hardwood in an annual favorite Panini Prism NBA basketball cards, which brings two autograph cards, 22 prisms, and 10 inserts in every box. Most popular release of the year, back with familiar, highly sought-after parallels, inserts, and autograph content. Sensational signatures and the all-new signatures and champion signatures contains autographs of the top superstars in the league from past to present. And look for hobby-exclusive rookie signatures as well from the top rookies in the 2022-23 draft class. Ten inserts in every box. Prismatic, Fireworks, Widescreen, Fearless, and the brand new Luck of the Lottery insert. 22 Prism Parallels. Collect the rainbow of your favorite player and rookies uh, as Prism offers some of the most highly sought-after color parallels of the year. And look for the popular hobby-exclusive Black, Black Gold, Gold, and Mojo Prisms. The checklist is up on gogts.net. 
Next up, we have 2022-23 Dunruss Soccer Cards. Delivers one autograph card, one memorabilia card, plus 60 parallels, plus 48 inserts or insert parallels in every box. Dunruss Soccer returns for the 2022-23 season, highlighting over two dozen of the world's best club and national teams. Configuration is 12 boxes, 12 packs, and 30 cards. Look for certified autograph cards from some of the best players, current and retired, in three sets, beautiful game autographs, signature series, and beautiful game dual autographs. Open two memorabilia cards in kit series and the hobby-exclusive Kit Kings. Find eight inserts, Net Marvels, Craftsman, Zero Gravity, 1992 Donruss Tribute, Pitch Kings, Rookie Kings, The Kings. I'm sorry, the Rookies and Elite Series. I was on a King thing there. Sorry about that. Uh, the fan favorite Net Marvel's insert returns for 2022-23, featuring comic book cover style and magnificent players. The Zero Gravity insert features players that occupy rare air in the game. Collect all 25 cards in this set. The ultra-rare and very popular Kaboom insert returns to Dunruss Soccer for the new season, highlighting the best of the best. You know all about those cards. They're very, very popular. Collect a 175-card base set as a foundation of the collection. Also, there's a plethora of parallels and optic parallels to get out of this. The checklist is on the website. Check it out this week. Dunruss Soccer. And to the NFL Gridiron, one of my favorite football products year in and year out, 2022 Panini Playbook NFL Football. Two autograph cards, two memorabilia cards, plus one autograph or memorabilia booklet card in every box. Playbook delivers top veterans and rookies in some of the most compelling autograph and memorabilia sets of the year. One pack, four cards, lots of hits. New this year, look for um, hash marks and shotgun signatures, mm. as well as new memorabilia sets, storybooks, yearbook swatches, and Sunday's best hobby exclusive rookie signatures numbered in 99 or less. Uh, and the aforementioned shotgun signatures, which as you might've mentioned or might know best quarterbacks in the league. One autograph or memorabilia booklet card in every box. Look for on-card autographs from the 2022 NFL draft class with rookie playbook jersey autographs, rare vault trifold jersey autographs, uh, iconic memorabilia booklets with unique photography and jumbo swatches, rookie signature locker, which is a really awesome booklet with just loaded tons of mm -hmm. memorabilia, head-to-toe gear, and much more. And of course, the aforementioned new storybook highlighting the top rookies in the NFL. Checklist is on gogts.net for this as well. 2022-23 Panini Prism EPL Breakaway Soccer Cards delivers three base silver prisms, eight breakaway exclusive base parallels, and six insert cards in every box. The iconic Prism returns to the Premier League for the 2022-23 season. This pairing of the uber-popular OptiChrome printing technology and one of the world's best leagues is a collector's dream. Configuration is 20 boxes, 10 packs, and 9 cards. Look for four different autograph sets in Premier uh, League Prism. Signatures, flashback autographs, club legend signatures, and the short printed dual autographs. 
find a deep roster of signers from club legends and stars of today. The new insert is um, kaleidoscopic. It's inspired by the prism name with colorful geometric design highlighting some of the best players in the world with a striking design and some of the brightest stars in the league. Fireworks is an insert to seek out. Match momentum can turn on a dime and instant impact. Celebrates the players who can provide that spark. Also, another new insert is Fractal. It's a big chase card. Take a look at that one. Uh, also, a 300-card base set. That's all, just 300, so you can do it. <laughs> also, look for the parallels. The checklist is on the website. Go through that. Uh, Breakaway, really cool Prism product. Um, soccer cards, EPL. Check it out this week. And the checklist is on the website, gogts.net. And next up, a uh, 22-23 Leaf Vivid Basketball. Vivid is a new brand. It delivers six autograph cards in every box. And you're going to find some fantastic color artistry from the world of basketball featuring an amazing selection of draft picks, prospects, young stars, and legends. So six autographs in every box with uh, an array of themed inserts, Anime Nation, Imagination, Inside Painting, Street Signs, Bursts, Legacy, Technicolor, and more. Collect some of the last autographs ever signed of legendary mm -hmm. NBA Hall of Famer Bill Russell. Also look for Magic Johnson, Steph Curry, Allen Iverson, Damian Lillard, Jabari Walker, Shaquille O'Neal, Keegan Murray, and many, many more. We have the checklist up on GoGTS.net for this product as well. Vivid Basketball. That Steph Curry card in that set looks fantastic. The autograph one, I think, what, what do they call that one? Is that the street signs? Um, no, I think it was like a uh, like an anime nation. That's really really cool. Um, I guess because I like the comic book type stuff. You know, that's really neat. 2023 TriStar Hidden Treasures Autograph Football Replica Full Size Helmets delivers one autograph full size football helmet in every box. Look for Hall of Famers, top 2022 draft picks, NFL stars, fan favorites, and more. You have three boxes and one autograph replica full-size helmet for the configuration. All autographs authenticated by TriStar, PSA, DNA, JSA, or BAS. Current NFL stars include Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Jamar Chase, Jalen Hurts, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, Justin Herbert, and more Hall of Famers and fan favorites, Emmett Smith, Randy Moss, Dan Marino, Joe Montana, Adrian Peterson, Barry Sanders, and more. Look for randomly inserted unique helmets, including inscribed, collegiate, specialty, and more. Very cool product by TriStar. Check it out this week. All right, and that's a look at what's hot in the shop. Check it out at your favorite online retailer, group breaker, or brick and mortar hobby shop. All right, our last video segment of this evening while we put Chris to work pulling a plethora of oh, winners. Yeah. Sports cards, phenomena of the 90s, part two. Check this out. We'll be back to announce all of tonight's winners. I think if you, were play with kids, if you can find a kid playing with such a 
I think, you know, they'd be criticizing. Well, you just lost 75 cents. You bunt the corner on that. It's not worth it anymore. You know, I don't think you see kids playing with them anymore. They've got them all in these little cases. I mean, now everybody's got these little attache cases. They flip them open, and they start doing barterings and trades, and they've got little computers with them to hook in and out of. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's great. I mean, if they're having fun with it, and it, it, you know, it's not hurting anybody, I think it's terrific, but it's, you know growing up with it myself, I mean, I can't remember. I, I probably destroyed thousands of dollars just on the spokes of my bike. Like I said, it's something that's in the blood, and uh, I want, that's something that I probably was born to collect. And never, never sell it. Never sold them since I was a little kid. And now that the hobby's even gotten bigger, and they realize now I, I the way it is changed it's even made you want to keep it even more than before tony larry this is quite the display that you've got how long have you been in this business only for four and a half months how how did you get into it oh well, i found a scrapbook with a lot of old hockey cards from when i was a child and i decided to try to sell them and i started going to card shows and sold a few off and then i thought i should maybe get into the business and since then i've put together quite a few cards and i've thoroughly enjoyed it well, Larry may have only been in this business four months, but I'd like you to meet someone who's been in it his whole life. Angelo Savelli is one of North America's biggest collectors, and every week on Collector's Corner, he's going to be offering us some tips. So this week, let's meet Angelo Savelli. A new business has opened its doors in Hamilton. The proprietor is no stranger to those who live in the city or to those who collect sports memorabilia. Angelo Savelli is considered by many to possess one of the finest sports card collections in North America. I knew Angelo Savelli for 40 years. We uh, grew up around Bart and Sherman. Uh, we worked at Instill Company and he was the only one at that time that had money. And every payday he used to give us $10 each to go to different outlets, stores, and buy baseball cards. He drove us crazy for two weeks two months, two years. Finally, we gave up, but he wouldn't let us quit. Anyways, uh, he would say, you guys would have the bubble gum out of the card. I want my card. Well, he's got the greatest card collection in the world right now, and we got all bad teeth. I'll always be a collector, but the way the hobby has changed now, uh, with all the new cards and that coming out, and the way people are getting into it, the newer kids, every second kid that is born now, is into the bubblegum card, so I figured, well, now is probably the time to start, maybe to open up a shop and get my sons interested in that, and they can probably do something pretty good in that. In the collecting, my own thing, I like to be involved in it, but uh, really for the, the money-making part of it, it's still not into me. I'm just strictly into the collecting. It's only the size of the player's face. The newer stuff, like you go day by day. If the guy's going good, he scores three, four goals, and he's a rookie, the card's worth three, four, five dollars. It's a common card, they're nickels and dimes. So you go by nowadays, the, the way the players are going. Uh, in here, I've got cards back from 1887, programs, lacrosse, hockey, boxing, football, baseball, just about a mixture of all, all sports I had. Some non-sport as well. I'll let you know, this is just all my double. This is not all my, my collection. What I've got in this store and the older stuff is just stuff that I've had hanging around that I've picked up when I was buying uh, uh, 
what do you call like collections of cards and they they were stuff that I accumulated over the years and I'm just letting a lot of that stuff go and now that the new stuff is coming cases and boxes and everything like that I'm keeping up with that stuff as well eventually I'll be picking up a lot of that if I have a double of it I'd sell it but if it's only the one card that I've got of I would no way sell it Yeah, I've shown some of my collection. I've done the last three shows that I have done. It hasn't been um, shows that I've been going to and selling cards. It's been just displaying my own uh, personal collection. But I do do shows like Toronto, uh, Kingston, Ottawa, all over, uh, every, like weekends. Now, there are shows every week. Sometimes there's three shows a week nowadays. Years ago, you'd be lucky to get one a month. Angelo Savelli has three Honus Wagner cards. The card that became famous when Bruce McNall and Wayne Gretzky purchased one for $459,000. The reason why his card is valuable also is because um, he didn't go for the smoking. And they pictured his picture in the uh, cigarette packs. And when he saw that, he went to the company who was going to sue them. And by that time, there was probably... Who knows, maybe 50 to 100 probably at the most that was put out. And the rest, collectors had them or some old fella had them, or grandfather or something and had them stuck in the Bible or something like that there. And eventually over the years, since 1910, the odd one come up. All right, here's two great hockey players right here. If you're looking down at these cards, one is Bobby Orr with the brush cut, right? But And uh, that one goes for what, Ed? The Bobby Orr bought 1800 to 2000 in that uh, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you uh, two grand for it right now. Bobby just told me he'd give you two grand for it now. Well, I guess not. But here, look at this guy right here. Put it right down there. Now, there's a card, right? Don Cherry playing for the Barry Flyers right there. The only card. You think that's my only card? Oh, no, folks. Watch this. Look at this one. How am I holding this? Am I holding this all right? Look at there. What's that one go for? That one there, about now, 15, 20 bucks. 15 or 20 bucks? What are you laughing at? Bobby Clark only goes for five bucks. That's right. Nicely done, Chris. You got the easy you, part of that. Yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Rob, for the next part of it. <laughs> That's all right. More than happy But everyone's to appreciative. And again, guys, throw some hearts, throw some claps, throw some beers, all that stuff. Throw it to Rob's way. That'd be really cool. One quick programming note. We are going to have a Twitch subscriber exclusive break next week. As you know, we opened five boxes from two different cases, so a half case of each. We're going to open the other half of both of those cases in a Twitch subscriber exclusive break next week at some point. We'll announce when we're going to do that uh, on social uh, sometime early next week, most likely. But uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you to all our manufacturing partners uh, for providing prizing Scott Allen at uh, Super Products with Pieces of the Past, Scott Prusha from Panini America, Paul over at Upper Deck, everybody at the Mink Collective and all the vendors there. So that's going to do it for this episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. But in the meantime, have a great weekend and 
always be collecting. Have a good night and a great weekend, everyone. Good night.